The man, the myth, the legend, the, uh, I'd say the most handsome brother from Hanson, handsome, handsome, uh, he's Isaac, and he joins me now on Zoom. Hello, mate. Thanks for coming on. Are you, uh, tell me, are you in LA? Uh, no, we're in, in, a, in a hotel room in Los Angeles. Oh, LA. What, what's home for you guys? Are you LA based? No, we're not LA based. Uh, we are right now, but, yeah. uh, uh, Oklahoma is where we're from. So we, we live there most of the time, but, but when you're doing, media and you're doing things like that making records a lot of times you're out here yeah you know? in, in LA so it just depends on the time yeah in the in yeah in LA do you guys like LA because I feel like for, as an Australian we look at LA and we think that's the pinnacle of success and glitz and glamour and then you go there once I, I don't know if your first time in LA was the same but it's like oh it stinks and there's and there's trash and there's rats with wings what is going on <laughs> yeah 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 well you know I mean I think um LA uh, is a lot rougher around the edges than it used to be, uh-huh. to be honest. Okay. Especially in the last probably five to seven years. There's, there's some, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's rough around the edges, but, but that said, LA is also really great. and got a lot of friends out here. So, you know, it's, it, it's, everybody's got their own pace. It's, yeah. I, I'm glad I don't, I'm glad I don't permanently live out here, but it's a lot of fun to spend time in and visit. God, it would have been so different 30 years ago. It's, the fact that I'm saying that out loud, like the, the fact that you and, and the boys of Hanson have been doing this for 30 years, you must pinch yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and as a musician, that is everyone's goal for longevity in the industry, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the goal is definitely to have longevity of some sort. And we've been lucky enough that, uh, in spite of all of the crazy challenges of the music business changing a whole lot over yeah. the last 30 years, uh, we've managed to kind of negotiate, negotiate that process relatively well and, and still, and still kind of, uh, keep our sanity intact for the most part. <laughs> the most part. Yeah. I mean, come, there was like, there was a few years there. We've all, <laughs> I can imagine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, uh, my brother Zach actually said uh, the other day in an interview, he was kind of teasing. He's like, you know, people go, well, you know, you guys seem relatively normal. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> and we are off the charts nuts. It just so happens that we started off that way. Ah. And so it just stayed nuts. That's a good tactic. All these young stars are too pristine when they start. It's like if you come onto yeah. the scene insane, then no one will say you've turned insane. It's a good tactic. It's exactly. Good tactic. I agree. <laughs> well, That's 30 I'm sick of doing it. Stay with it. 30 <laughs> years is yeah. it's it's a massive achievement. So congratulations. On Friday we had the launch obviously um of the brand new album which I mean, yeah. come on, that must be so exciting. The album artwork's so hot, guys. Red, Green, Blue is out now. Obviously, Hanson are touring in Australia later in the year. Details on that yeah. in a bit. But it just must be so cool to have a new body of work out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we had a record that was supposed to come out in 2020. It was called Against the World, and there was a big tour that was scheduled for it. Right. Uh, and and then, of course, you know, the, the pandemic was like, oh, no, that changed our plans. And then we put that record out. Um, over the course of seven months, we uh, released videos and singles for every song on the record, uh, month by month. And then, uh, in that, and pro- the process of releasing that record, we also made this latest record, Red Green Blue, which is a three-part record, and it's basically three solo projects that each one of us did, and we put together into one album. That's what I'm reading. So apparently, Taylor's the red. Obviously, um, Isaac's green, Zach's blue. What? What? Why? Why yeah. the colors? How does that? What? How, did you pick a color, or is that just you thought it sounded nice? Yeah. Well, I mean, so there's two things. One, it goes back to you know, uh, 
to our childhood favorite colors, which ah. is red, green, and blue. Uh, but it also kind of has a cool little subliminal message, I think, to it as well, which is that um, red, green, blue is actually a color format. Uh, so it actually is something like, for example, LED lights and stuff like that. They always have red, green, and blue. And then they, through the combination of those colors, depending on how much of one color or the other, they make all the other colors. The green, RGB. The RGB, yeah. The RGB. Is, yeah, exactly. And so that was kind of the idea was like, this is like a deconstruction of the band Hanson. It's like it's like a new way to look at the sum of the parts and understand kind of where we come from. That's really cool. And it's like a nice little puzzle piece. You all sort of brought your own piece. Now, were the pieces different exactly. though? Because like, did one of you bring, hey, here's my new rock performance. And <laughs> another brother yeah. go, hey, here's my uh, pop album. Like, did you, yeah. did you struggle with that? Well, and yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely a unique uh, way to make a record. And yeah. while we did play on each other's uh, stuff, we did not write on each other's stuff. Okay, and so that really did alter kind of the direction of things. Uh, we worked with two producers: our friend Jim Scott, who has done stuff with Tom Petty, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jackson Brown. And then our friend David Garza, who's done stuff with Fiona Apple, the band Midland, right. and, and, and is also a great artist in and of himself. And so we just, I think we just all lean into trying to make the most interesting um, uh, portion of the record that we could and said, what do I, what do I want to say? You know, what, what are things that I, that I feel like if I, if I had no limits on kind of myself, what, what, what would I say? And I think that was, at least that was my focus anyway. And I think, I think each portion of the record has a really unique flavor to it. And, and yet it's still in certain ways, it does sound like the band because I mean, obviously it, you would think it, is, it would, yeah. but, but, it, but the flavors are definitely different. Mine's a little bit more organic. Zach's is a little bit more rhythmic and kind of rock. Taylor's is a little bit more kind of uh, it's kind of bigger and more spacious in a certain way, but then he also has a couple of really intimate songs in there as well. So I mean, it's, you know, it's got a little piece for everybody. Where are you guys at in like the criticism process yet? Like if, if you, a song was played to you, one of your brothers played you a song, would you go, Oh, let's leave that off for the time being. Or, or are you guys at a point yeah. where it's like, no, that's never making it. Uh, you know, I mean, we're generally pretty brutally honest with each other. And <laughs> yeah. I think in some ways, uh, in some ways that's good in some ways that's bad sometimes, you know, cause uh, you gotta be careful cause uh, opinions are just, just that opinions and yes. they're not necessarily right. They're just preference. So I think for us, it was really freeing to do the record the way we did it because um, we're used to being each other's co-writers. We're used to producing stuff together and to kind of give a little bit more space and to be like, Hey man, this is your call. Yeah. You know, this is, whatever you want, I'm here to kind of serve your process. And I might not do it the way you do it, or I might not hear it exactly the way you hear it, but that's not really my call. And, and I think there's something really freeing about that in a way. It's almost like a, it's almost like a trust fall of yeah. some sort, you know, where you're like, all right, you're going to catch me, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I think it was kind of, I think it was really freeing to be honest. I think it was something we all, we all got different things out of it, but I think it was generally freeing. Right. Now, whose who's baby was Child at Heart? Because I love that song. Uh, and That is Taylor. That's t- Taylor. Okay. And the, the, the music video yeah. was sensational. I mean, that is, it's so, oh, thank you. it's so fun. And it's, it's 
camp and silly yeah. and, and emotional too. Yeah. And what resonated most yeah. with me is the comments. I mean, you read the comments on YouTube and the fans are like, oh, like, it's like a puzzle piece. Like they were such a big part of my childhood growing up and the fans have, yeah. have grown up with you. It feels, it's not like it's a closing of a chapter, but it, it's exactly what they needed is the vibe that I'm getting from the, from the comments. People love that song. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that that song has a lot of really good messages in it. I mean, especially uh, especially that that chorus. You know, mm. the song starts off with the lyric "Breathe, you are no mistake." Though you're feeling strange, give your heart away. Mm. Uh, like I think I think people feel oftentimes like they're you know like they're taking on the world all by themselves. I think people struggle with feeling like their life has value and purpose, and you know and and especially these days, you know, we get sucked into the social media vacuum and oh, it can yeah. kind of really, it can really mess with your self-worth and your, and your kind of understanding of where you fit in the world. And I think that song really addresses a lot of things like that in, in, in the lyrical content. And, and I think it's important to say, you know, God, I'm just one of those people that believes everybody who's born has a unique purpose, just like their fingerprint, they're unique yeah. and they're valuable and, and we need them in the world to kind of, put a little bit more light in the world, you know? So I, I, uh, I love that songs like Child at Heart exist and, and say that into the world too. Not everyone's doing that though. I think that's why fans love it because it's refreshing and it's, it's the same message yeah. that you had at the start that you're consistently bringing now. So that is rare. Yeah. And uh, kudos to you guys for, for, you know, not putting out TikTok dances to try to go, <laughs> try to go viral <laughs> 30 years later. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to see that. There's a good reason we're not doing that. I'm sure there was a few music execs that were like, you know what? Maybe you go shut up. Don't even, don't even ask. Yeah, that's why we kicked them out of out of our lives a long time ago. Then you guys have bad ideas. We're done. Smart, very smart. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk to uh, you're coming down under, which is so exciting. Kicking off Sunday the sixth of November, yeah. you'll be in Perth, Sydney, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, Auckland. You're going to New Zealand too. We love that. Um, Ticketsfrontiertouring.com. Yeah. Anything we can expect? I mean, is it is it going to be red, green, yeah. blue? Is it going to be some of the old stuff? What what can? Because we've been giving out tickets on the show every night this week. Um, yeah. so what what can fans expect? Well, what fans can expect is definitely a mix of everything from the beginning to now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to us, no matter what tour and album you're promoting, that you that you bridge, you know, the past with the present. And mm. and I think um, because we have a lot of fans that are coming to their first show, and you have a lot of fans that have been to a dozen shows. You know, and so you go, okay, well, we just want to make sure that everybody, no matter where you are in your kind of fandom or discovery of the band or whether you heard the latest record or only know the first record or whatever you want to make sure that everybody has a good time and so we always find a way to blend everything together in a fun way and it's it's always a good time it's brilliant. always a good time brilliant i can't wait so the, you guys like you know obviously stay you didn't get a house like because you're brothers you could get an airbnb and you could all just rent and, and live in a big house that could be fun most bands have to tour and get the hotel rooms but you guys could do it uniquely yeah. you know you could have like a family uh, yeah i mean i spend a lot of time around those guys yeah. i'll be honest i really appreciate having my own hotel room <laughs> <laughs> good point good point after 30 years especially a bit of peace and quiet please oh, yeah, I mean, there were there was a there was a time in my life when bunk beds were 
very much a perfectly fine thing. Yeah. But that was a long that was a long time ago. You're well past <laughs> TikToks and you're well past bunk beds. That's the that's what one thing yeah. you've earned in thirty years. Um, uh, yeah. well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Um, I can't wait for, for you guys to come down under. The album is sensational. And kudos to you guys for being so consistent and, and, and making great music from way back to the start to now. It's, it's awesome stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me.